Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. So how are we? Good. Well, this morning, um, during the month of March, we are looking at the theme of strengthen. Last month, we did stretching. So we've done our stretches Now it's time to do some strengthening. So this morning, I want to take us to the gym. I want to take us to a gym to do a workout. We're going to to work out our salvation, work out the excess things. But the thing about this gym is this is a gym that your membership has already been paid for. This is a gym where the weak say, I'm strong. This is a gym where when you are weak, you can be strong. It's a gym where your personal trainer is available 24 hours. It's a gym where it's not so much about perspiration, but it's about inspiration because of revelation and impartation. It's a place where you and God meet. So this morning, I want to take you to the gym, the G-Y-M. The G-Y-M is where God and you meet. It's the place. This is the place where we do our workout, the real workout. You know, the Bible says in 1 Timothy 4 and 8, for physical training is of some value. I love that part. Corey wouldn't like that part. But godliness has value for all. Everybody say all. Godly, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both this life and the life after. We're going to the gym. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you, Lord, and we thank you for your presence in this place, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in this place where we meet with you. We gather with you, Father. And we thank you, Father, where... Your presence is there's fullness of joy. We thank you for your presence where there's liberty, there's freedom, Father. And we just sung that this morning, Lord. So I pray, Lord, for every for every person that would hear, Father, that they would hear the things that you would have for them specifically, Father. I pray for your word, Lord, to not return void, Father. Let it be sharp and quicken it to do things that you've called us to do, Father. Bless us this morning, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, when you think about a gym, you know, you don't have to travel too far in Perth when you'll see a gym that's like 24 hours. You know, you've got the gym like Revo and Good Life, um, Jets, Snap. You've got all these gyms. And, um, but the gym I want to talk about this morning is the prayer gym. This is a place where we can be strengthened with might in our inner being by the Holy Spirit. For myself in my lifetime, I have been a member of a few gyms, but unfortunately, I only remained a member not not too long. So my membership would very soon turn into a sponsorship. I mean... (laughs) And I can tell you, I've sewn into many gyms 
but I have not reaped. Well, I've reaped a different harvest, but I haven't <laughs> reaped what I've meant to reap by sowing, by doing the training. So this morning, the gym. There are certain things we take with us to the gym. The G-Y-M, the place of prayer I'm talking about. Hebrews 4.16 talks about the prayer gym being the throne room of grace. Like Snap, like Jets, it's also a 24-hour gym. It's 365, it's 100 years a century. In fact, this gym will never close. It's the prayer gym. So the first, the first thing I want to say is we've got to take the right gym gear. We've got to have the right gym gear when we go to the gym. We don't take our work uniform into the gym. We don't take our, I don't take my steel caps into the gym. I don't take um, whatever into the gym. What we do take is the armour of God. There are certain things that we are to put on when we go before God. We put on the armour the armor of God. Ephesians 6 verses 10 says, Put on the full armour of God. Not part of it, but the full armour of God. Ephesians 6 verse 10 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Remember, physical training is good for some. It's not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers and the principalities and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's why it's so important for us to continue to go to the gym, to go to that place where God meets. Are you needing strength this morning? Because I certainly am today too. Are you needing to be encouraged? A place that we can get encouraged is always in the throne room of grace. It's always in his presence. He longs to meet with us. You know, Emmanuel, God with us. The G-Y-M, God and you meeting. We also clothe ourselves with humility. We put on the armour of God and we put on humility. So when we go before God, we go before God with all our burdens, all our anxieties, our worries, and we leave them with him. We put on humility because for us, we recognise that he is the source of our supply that we need him. We put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Praising God is a great weight lifter. Even this morning when I was worshipping here this morning, uh, uh, I really felt a sense of heaviness come upon me. But as I began to lift up his name, as I began to praise him, I just felt that lifted off. Because Jesus, he's the ultimate power lifter. He's the ultimate weightlifter. He's the ultimate weightlifter. Number two is that we do the correct exercise. There's exercises we can do, and there's the right way of doing it. Different exercises we can do are like weights, chin-ups, press-ups, and things like that. The kind of weight work that we do in this gym is learning to wait upon the Lord. Isaiah 40, 31 says, 
But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. When we wait upon the Lord, we are exercising our trust in God. There may be some things that you're waiting on God for. It may be an answer. It may be a sense of direction. But I want to encourage us to continue doing your wait work. Continue waiting upon the Lord. God gives grace to the humble. Grace is his free gift that he gives to you and I. And part of his grace allows us to be strengthened. There's a grace that God gives us that allows us to stand in times of difficulty. A grace that allows us to trust in him and not so much in our own strength. For when I am weak, I am strong because of him. So wait upon the Lord. Psalms 27:14 says, "Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord." Sometimes it gets tempting to run ahead of God. When God is prompting you to do something and you you can quite easily if you're not spending time in the gym, quite easily run ahead of God. And you know, we, we don't want to be like Abraham in the season of his life when he had Ishmael rather than Abraham. We want to wait for the promise so it's worth the wait. Do our wait work. The other exercise is doing chin-ups. Chin-ups. The act of chin-ups is raising our head above the circumstances, lifting our head. One of the encouragements I like to give people is just keep your head up. Just keep your chin up. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Doing our chin-ups. Psalms 121 verse 2 says, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Keep looking to God. Look above your circumstances and continue to give him thanks. Whatever it is that you're waiting on, whatever it is that you're going through, continue to do your gym work. Continue to put on the armor of God. The armor of God is telling you that you are righteous. It's telling you that you can walk in peace, that you can have the shield of faith, that when you speak, you have the word inside of you. Do your weight work. Do your chin-ups. Keep looking to Jesus. Keep looking to Jesus. Hebrews 12, 2. Keeping your eyes fixed. There's an implication there that we can sway another way, but we keep our eyes fixed upon him. Wait on the Lord. And there are also pressing exercises. Pressing like press-ups or bench press. These are not physical exercises. It's talking about pressing in. When we go into the gym, we press into God. We don't give up. We be persistent in what we're praying for. Whatever we're praying for, whether um, we're praying for people's salvation or for healing 
and it hasn't happened yet, keep persevering. Keep being persistent. Don't give up. Wait on the Lord. Keep your head up. Keep your eyes focused on him. Continue to do our exercises, so to speak. Philippians 3 and 13 to 14 says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Are you pressing into God? Are you pressing into the things that God has for you or for the things that God has for you? God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Sometimes it gets tough and we need to just continue to press in, to press on. To press in, to press on. Are you pressing in for the purposes for God that God has for you? I'm just going to go to this keyboard. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> hey, now... I'm no Michael Partha or Michael Battersby or Leanne or Paolo. But we've been talking about the gym. You need the right clothing. You need the right gym gear. You also need to do the right exercises. When I go to the gym, I see a lot of people, they got their headphones on. They got their music. You also need the right training sounds. Have the right training sounds. Growing up, this was one of the sounds that we would that would inspire some of us. This is a bit of a cringe moment, so just hang on there. (laughs) I'll carry on, but I know I'd muck it up. That's the kind of sound where when I'm in the car by myself and I hear it, I crank it right up. But when I get to the traffic lights, I quickly turn it down because it can be pretty embarrassing. But what's your training sound? What's your training song? Psalms 95, 1 to 2 says, Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. Let's sing praises to him. Acts 16.25 talks about Paul and Silas and the midnight hour, how they were in prison. They were in prison and it says at the midnight hour. These guys were at their 24-hour gym. They were there at midnight. They had access to their personal trainer, who's the Holy Spirit. They were there doing training. They put on their training sounds meaning that they began to worship God. They began to lift up his name. And because of that, God sent an angel and set them free. What's your training sounds? Worship. When we get into the gym, when we get into that place where we meet with God in his presence, God can give you a new song in your spirit. You begin to sing him praises, begin to worship him with all of your heart because he's worthy. He's worthy. What is your training sound? What do you listen to that will keep you inspired? That doesn't really inspire me, that song. It's just, you know, back in the day. 
But what does inspire me truly is worship. When I get before the throne of God, when I come boldly into the throne room, Hebrews 4.16 says, and come boldly into the throne room. I don't know if you've been to a gym where you're not a member and you feel a bit guilty because you're not a member of that gym, but you're getting like a free pass. But in this gym, in the throne room of grace, you can go boldly because not only is your membership paid, but you belong there. We can come boldly into the throne room of grace before God in any condition. And we can come before him and lay our requests of petitions at his feet. He wants to spend time with us. Continue to press in, in the presence of God. Continue to press in. We also need, like I need right now, we need water. Part of the things that we take into the gym is the right equipment, the right clothing, do the right exercises, have the right music, and also have the water ready. The Bible speaks about being washed with the water of the Word. The Word of God is nutrition. The Word of God is nourishment for our soul and for our spirit. John 4.34 talks about Jesus. And Jesus says, My food or my nourishment is to do the Word of God or to do the will of God. The food that Jesus eats is the will of God. The word of God is also the will of God as well. The will of God. First Peter talks about desiring the pure milk of the word that we may grow. God wants us to grow. He's a God of increase. So when we come into the gym, we need our water. We need to come before God and present him his word. When we pray, we pray in alignment with his word. We pray according to his word. And 1 John 5 and 14 talks about, this is the confidence that I have, that whatever I ask according to your will, I know that he hears us. Are we asking in line with his will? Are the things you're going through, do you need provision from him? Salvation, healing, protection, provision. It's all God's will for your life. If you're praying these things, continue to wait upon him. Continue to wait upon the Lord. Do your, your wait work. Know his word to know his ways. When we know his word, we'll know his ways. And when we know his ways, we know his will. What are you eating that will sustain you? If, God, if Jesus said that my food is to do the will of God, what are you eating that's going to sustain you? What are you eating? We're eating the word of God. And I have a video clip, a little quick video clip that will um, describe this. But before we play the video clip, I want to say that no animals whatsoever were injured in this commercial, okay? I just want to say that it's just, it's just great CG. Thanks, guys. Such a feeling's coming over me 
There is wonder in most everything I see. Not a cloud in the sky. Got the sun in my eyes, and I won't be surprised if it's a dream. I'm on the top of the world. This is the end. Beautiful friend. This is the end. My only friend. The end of our elaborate plans. The Seriously stronger, yeah. Like I said, it's just great CG. That's what it is. No animals are harmed. <laughs> so what are you eating that's going to sustain you? <laughs> yeah, can't move on from there. Like I said before, First Peter says, "Desire the pure milk of the word." Well, milk and cheese are very similar. <laughs> so if cheese is singular, what would cheese be plural? Yeah, it's cheese, but cheese is, no. <laughs> but if cheeses is the word, that's what we've got to be eating, is the word. So we need to eat his word, you see? That will sustain you... F- through whatever you go through. You might be going to through a place where you're going to just end up there and you'll stay there for years. But if you spend time in the gym, if you spend time in his presence, coming before him, waiting upon the Lord, lifting your head up regardless, and you have the right sounds, you're worshipping him above your circumstances, you will get the strength and the sustenance through the word or the Jesus, who is the word, that will empower you to get over the things that we need to get over. Jesus is the word. He's powerful. Jesus, hmm, he is our strength. He is our strength. Through him we can, can become seriously stronger. Seriously stronger. So we've got our training sounds. We've got our water we got our gym gear. we got um, the right exercises. We also need to learn how to rest. And sometimes um, gaining strength is just simply resting. And there's a story in, in I think, uh, 1 Kings 19, verse 3 to 8. It's the story about Elijah. And Elijah was a, a prophet. He was mightily used of God. And there's a story that a lot of us would know was where he actually um, challenged, was challenged by 
the priests of Baal. Long story short, he ends up um, killing them all. The word gets back to Jezebel. Jezebel, the queen, hears it and then sends a message to Elijah saying that I'm coming for you. Elijah now, a great prophet, is now in a place of fear. James tells us that Elijah was a man like us. So here is a man that was called of God. He did great and mighty things, yet he also had fear issues. And what did he do? He went to sleep, the Bible says. In 1 Kings 19, verse 3 to 8, Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Bathsheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. So here he is in his gym, the place where he's meeting with God, but he's so distressed, he's full of fear. Remember, he was an anointed man, but he was also a man. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. Five, then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, get up, eat. I love this angel. (laughs) Whenever God sends an angel, it's normally to wipe out a city or it's normally to wipe out an army, or it's to bring a divine message. I love this angel because he comes up to him while he's resting, and he goes, hey, hey, wake up, eat. I sometimes think that this angel was a Samoan angel. (laughs) (laughs) Every time after a good feed, like maybe this afternoon, someone will come later on and go, hey, 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 wake up, come and eat. There's some food there. You know it, Johnny. (laughs) While he was resting, sometimes all we need to do is just sleep. But God can bring supernatural provision. He can bring supernatural strength while we're resting. That's why it's good to pray when people are sleeping. I pray, Lord, that you would minister to them in their sleep. We need rest. Resting The ultimate resting is resting in him. And the last one is that we have 24 hours access to our personal trainer. Our personal trainer I'm talking about is the Holy Spirit. He's our PSHS24. He's our personal trainer, the Holy Spirit, 24 hours. Acts 8 verse 1 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, and in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. John fourteen sixteen says, Jesus talking, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper or advocate. The Holy Spirit is also known as the, the parakletos. The word para just means like, you know, parallel parking, to come alongside. The Holy Spirit is our coach. He wants to come alongside us. 
who listens to us when we're in the gym. He's our helper, our guide, our teacher, our advocate. Leads and guides us into all the truth. So when we spend time with our coach, we develop a unique and close relationship to them, so close that you begin to recognise their voice. You begin to recognise when the coach or the Holy Spirit begins to direct you to go to certain places or a certain direction. The Holy Spirit will begin to prompt you to position you for the provision for his purpose. So we need to know his voice. And how do we do that? We continue to spend time in his presence. Continue to spend time in the gym. And the other one is God gives us strength during times of temptation. Sometimes we go to the gym and we're tempted to eat a bit of chocolate or tempted to eat something that we shouldn't be eating. But, you know, the trainer can give us the strength that will help us through these times. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 says, The temptations in our life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than we can stand. When you are tempted, he will show a way out. And I have an image of the exit sign. And as we know, the, the exit is the way out. Whenever we are tempted, there will always be an exit. The thing is, we've got to just continue to look for the exit. God can give us the strength to go through the exit door. Jesus has overcome every temptation that you and I can ever face. Why? So we can get the same strength that will enable us and empower us to find the exit and walk through. Walking through the exit could mean putting that cake back in the fridge. It could mean continue driving. It could mean holding your breath, count to ten and go for a walk. Or it could mean just simply choosing not to say anything when when you're tempted to. God can give us the strength to overcome temptation. I'd like to ask the team to come, come back. So we're talking about the gym this morning because I know, like myself, there would be people here that would be needing strength. When we need strength, we've been talking about going to the gym, getting in God's presence, having the right gear on, doing the right exercises by keeping our head lifted to Jesus, waiting upon God worshipping him, pouring out our hearts before God, getting enough rest, resting in his presence, knowing that he can strengthen us through those times of temptation and knowing that we have 24-hour access to Jesus, that you can call upon him anytime, anytime at all. And when it comes to the gym, it's a real challenge for us to to be consistent, to continue to, to keep on going, to keep on getting in his presence, 
to keep on going into the throne room because there are things that God wants to show us. There are things that our trainer wants to teach us how to get over things, how to get through things. You know, faith is the the mountain mover, but grace is kind of like, grace will take you through the mountain. And when you spend time in the, the presence of the Holy Spirit, you get to know his voice and you get to know his leading and his direction. Remain consistent. And when things get tough and you get tempted to not go to, into the gym, you get, you're feeling like you get deterred or delayed or, or diverted or whatever, be persistent. Keep on pressing in. Keep on pressing in. Not only that, but then get assistance. Never be afraid to ask for help. Fellowship, body, the body of Christ, the church, the community of believers. There's a story in the Old Testament, I won't go through it, but it's about when the Israelites were fighting the Amalekites and Moses was up on the mountain. And if we have that image, we can put that up. Moses is up on the mountain and every time Moses is lifting his hands, the Israelites are defeating the Amalekites. And every time Moses would tire, his arms would drop and then Aaron and her would, be, would support the arms of Moses. You know, that's an awesome picture of fellowship. It's an awesome picture of getting assistance in that time of resistance. That we do it together. Do it together. So in our gym time, be consistent. Be persistent. Get assistance for this time of resistance. And that's what we call resistance training. Inner core strength. I just want to, we just bow our heads for a second. If there's anyone here this morning and you would just like to, you would like strength, the Bible says to pray for one another, to lay hands on one another. If anyone is going through a difficult time, a challenging time, I want to just encourage anyone, if there's anyone like that, to stand to your feet. And if there's anyone like that, we want to pray for you, just where you are. Just where you are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You are the helper, Lord. Thank you, Father. If you're around these people, if you just reach your hand towards them or lay hands on them, thank you, Father. Just begin to pray for them. Just begin to pray. Thank you, Lord. Father God, I thank you for every person standing, Lord, acknowledging you as a personal trainer, acknowledging you as a source of our supply, that you are our strength, Father God. I pray, Lord, that whatever they're going through, Father, that you will continue to lead them through it, Father that you would bless them, that you would strengthen their arms, Lord. 
Lord, as they lift up their eyes to you, Father, where their help comes from, Lord. I thank you for the answers. I thank you for the directions, Father. I thank you for the wisdom that they need in this time, Father. Thank you, Lord, that right now they are going boldly into the throne room of grace to obtain the mercy that they need in the time of need right now, Lord. Bless them, I pray, Father. Bless them, Lord. Lord, bless them, Father. I thank you for a new day, Father. I thank you for a new day, Lord. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Strengthen them with might in their inner being, Father, by your Holy Spirit, Father. Let the weak say, I am strong. Thank you, Father. You are the strength of our life, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, guys. You can take a seat. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We've been talking about the gym this morning. And I mentioned earlier that Jesus is the ultimate weight lifter. And you know, the thing that separates you and I from him is the thing called sin. And the Bible says that we've all fallen short of it. Myself, we've all fallen short. But we've needed somebody to lift this sin off us. We've needed somebody to lift this burden off us. You know what? Jesus done that at the cross. He came and he lifted not only my sin, but he lifted the sin of the entire world. Why? Because he was the only one that could do it. Why? Because he loves us so much. He loves us so much that he, he wants to see us free from this burden of sin. And Jesus loves us. The Bible says, for God so loved you and I that he sent Jesus to take away the sin of the world. And I thank you, Father, for that, Lord. There are many here that have made a decision to follow Jesus. What does that mean? We've asked Jesus to forgive us of our sins. We've asked Jesus to come into our life. We may not understand everything, but we just made a simple decision. Let's just bow our heads. I'm just going to quickly pray as we close. Father God, I just pray, Lord, for anybody here, Lord. Lord, you said that you died for all of us, Lord. And I pray, Father, Lord, if there's anyone here, Lord, that wants to know you, Father, that wants to invite you to come into their heart, Father. Your word says, Lord, that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that God raised Jesus from the dead, then we will be saved, Father. So I want to invite anybody here that if there's anyone here that would like to make Jesus your Lord, that you would simply like to thank him for dying for our sins. If you would like to do that, I just want you to acknowledge that in your heart right now. You can can look up this way now. If that's you and you've made that decision in your heart, We have different ways that we can help you along that journey. Number one, you can come to us at the Connect Hub or you can come and see us. Or two, we have a a yes number, a text number up on the screen, 048-88-26392. This is simply a way which will help you on your journey. 
The moment takes place in your heart first. The moment that you just believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. And then this is just a way that we can help you on your journey. If you text yes, you will receive a prayer and a short verse every morning around 7 o'clock. And the purpose of this is just to try and help us along our journey in Christ. Not only local, but we can also go internationally now through the website. We have a yes.metrochurch.org.au. If there's anyone here like that, this is what we can do to help you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, I just thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for anybody here, Lord, that has made that decision, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you would help them to grow and to become all that you have destined them to become, Father. Strengthen them, I pray, Lord. Thank you, Father. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.